0: At least let's get this started a little bit. 4.20, blaze it! <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you've had a great week, as always, out there. Um, it's been a big week, or it's coming up to a big week as well, uh, here in Perth. It's uh It's 4.20, guys. So, some people are celebrating out there, some people are being prudes. Uh, So, yeah, relax, enjoy. If you listen to this podcast on 420, um, you know, celebrate in the only way you know how. Uh, But if uh, you listen to it afterwards, I hope you had a good one. And, uh, you know, welcome back. You know, hope you've just woken up. Uh, It's a fucking... A big week in Perth. Don't really know where to start because we've... uh, We've had a bunch of shit going on in the news and uh, I've been still going down this little um, hip-hop rabbit hole, um, as you guys know, and there's certain things I've been able to do, certain things I can't do yet. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but um, yeah, so happy 420 to everybody. It's uh, coming up to Anzac Day here in Perth, or here all over Australia. It's kind of like our memorial day for for veterans, anything to do with the war and stuff like that. which is kind of a strange one. Like, uh, we always point to Gallipoli, and I'm pretty sure the date's tied to that fight, which was a battle in which we got our asses kicked. Uh, but we sort of, you know, that's so, you know, it serves as a metaphor for how shit war is, I guess. And we honor our veterans and stuff like that. And fucking meanwhile, so this, that's in the backdrop. That's coming up um, over the weekend coming. Uh, but in the backdrop, we've got this uh, Royal Commission. The Prime Minister of Australia has just started this Royal Commission uh, because there is a serious problem with veteran suicide. And, you know, I would just like take a random guess and I would sort of say it might have something, might have something uh, to do with um, lack of attention and support after their service. Maybe. I don't know. It could be, I could be crazy, but I, I think. The issue with uh, veteran suicide obviously has got a lot to do with the the violence that they encountered and, and they had to witness and um, the horrible fucking nature of war. But I'm pretty sure their suicide is a somehow tied, tied to lack of support uh, here in Australia. So I hope that all gets fixed. We need to take care of this sort of issue. And um, I don't know if our premier here in um, in WA is taking care of it very well he's just put a whole bunch of restrictions on the memorial services uh for anzac day based on um covid restrictions um which he doesn't give a shit about when it comes to a massive football match there was nearly fifty thousand people at the arena the other night and uh they were celebrating how good it was to have so many people gathered together it comes to this fucking memorial service and all of a sudden there's restrictions and you know i understand um I'm sorry, veterans, but your memorial days don't create quite as much money as an Eagles game. And if they did, uh, maybe you, you could open up. So maybe if you put some sort of um, ticket price to it, it might solve the problem. Uh, but that's just what it is. Or, you know what else you could do? You could just fucking thinly veil the memorial service as some kind of protest. Because then you'd be allowed to gather as many as you wanted. And um, how dare they infringing your rights like that uh, if they object? But that kind of sucks. That's just fucking what it is. Our fucking failure of a government here in Australia, you know. But like we're um we're not doing so well on the on the vaccine front as well. So we've got these corona restrictions, which by the way in Perth we have no coronavirus. There is none. There is zero risk of um community spread. That's why we have this massive football match the other night. Uh but obviously um Honoring something actually honorable, uh, yeah, we got to bring in some fucking restrictions there, hey. Eh? We got to fucking downplay that one, uh, and so no wonder there's uh, some veterans suicide as if they don't get cared about by um by our government. Uh, what a slap in the face! Uh, fuck you, uh, government, for doing that. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. And you know what? It's coming off the back of 420. So 420 and Anzac Day nearly coincided, and uh, yeah. People aren't up for it. There's a whole bunch of shit that they, uh, they need to change their game about, right? That is not a weird little dog whistle, by the way. Anyway, fucking, speaking of government failures, uh, we're ranked uh, beneath the top 100 countries on the planet uh, for rolling out the vaccine here in Australia. And so this is a positive side of that fucking ineptitude of government, right? Um, I would say, isn't that a fucking fantastic thing? how fucking pathetic our government is at getting shit organized. and um, Governments, in general, are bad at at everything they do. Everything they try seems to be a little bit worse and a little bit more expensive and a little bit slower and all that sort of shit. Um, But, you know, in this case, it's really, really good, I would say. Uh, Because our um, vaccine rollout has been so terrible um, that by the time uh, I get it, Uh, it'd be four years later, the trials would have been done and all the problems and all the kinks would have been ironed out. So it's really, really good. This is a rare scenario in which the fucking ineptitude of our government is actually working for us uh, because we can let the rest of the world try all this shit and uh, get all their blood clots out of the way, get it fixed, and then finally our government might be able to do something about rolling out this vaccine. Uh, My grandparents got it, but I don't really know anybody else that's got it. And... Like I said, we're ranked uh, beneath the top 100 countries on the planet for their effectiveness of this vaccine rollout. So congratulations, guys. Finally, um, our general sense of apathy that is the culture of Australia is paying off for once. And um, as if that wasn't a big enough week with, um, you know, obviously 420 and fucking the Anzac Day coming up and all the bullshit of of government... um, more important than veterans, more important than the vaccine is the new Mortal Kombat movie also coming out this week, uh, Wednesday. I got tickets, I'm going gold class. Uh, it's uh, fucking awesome. It's a nostalgia bomb for me, obviously. I mean, I couldn't as an adult get into a fighting movie now. I, I, like I don't get into superhero movies, I have no emotional investment, I have nothing. I'm literally only into Mortal Kombat because of the nostalgia related to it, right? played that game endlessly as a child fucking went to the original movies um which were fire uh the second one we don't talk about it because it's probably the worst movie um, in cinema history ever made in many many respects but this new one looks fucking fire it's actually r18 and um like i said i got tickets to it um i guess it's all based on nostalgia because i said i hate superhero movies but this is obviously some kind of weird superhero movie you know the characters in Mortal Kombat certainly aren't your average Joes but like I said it's just all nostalgia that's driving this and I don't know how I really got into liking those fighting movies I think as a kid I thought knowing kung fu would be way more important as an adult like in the 90s everything was kind of settled with some kind of um cool kung fu or karate you know obviously we had the karate kid we had the fucking uh the three ninjas remember that movie or well, those movies, there was a bunch of them that, that they kicked back at one point. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we, we thought that fighting was going to be way more important as an adult. So it's going to be cool to revisit this nostalgia with the fucking Mortal Kombat movie. And I hope they do a good job. I hope they didn't do some real weird casting choices. Because um, I would like to see some of the old cast back in there. But let's face it, it's 25 years later or something like that. You, you know. If it sucks, we won't talk about it again on this podcast, but if it's really, really cool, I'll probably gush over it again next episode. But anyway, let's get in with the episode. Uh, Let's um, get to the music. So, fucking the hip-hop journey. It's been fun. After a while, it kind of got a bit um, blurry for me, like all of a sudden the same, well, I'll be listening to different artists, but they all kind of sounded the same to me, so I might have burnt myself out with that a little bit, but um, this week I kind of dedicated myself to um, Tupac and uh, Andre 3000, and there's not a lot of Andre 3000 on YouTube, uh, certainly not his old ones, so I had to do some other sort of research to find them. and I actually really, really enjoyed it. It was a, like a new musicality to the, um, the backing tracks and stuff that was really, really fun, and it was kind of refreshing, and Tupac was um, really cool as well, uh, very prolific. There's was, there was fucking tons of Tupac stuff. And I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Is it Tupac or Tupac? Uh, I don't really know. I think I've heard someone say um, Tupac once, and I don't think that's right either. So Tupac, I'm going to stick with as if the A is an O. Um, And Andre 3000, that's kind of what I dedicated myself uh, to this week. I know I was supposed to check out that documentary on Netflix, the um, Hip Hop Origins one. But um, like I said, still can't get the thing to work. Like, uh, the, the remote went through the washing machine with the bed sheets, And um, you know what? I didn't even find out about that from it happening. It was like a week later. The remote was working fine. About a week later, it died. I went to change the battery, and the whole insides of it was all oranged out, all rusted through. And then the wife came clean and said, yeah, I accidentally put it through the wash. So I can't get on Netflix. And I've also been told to check out the fucking... Um, Like the bit of the the documentary about like the sort of life of everything going on in Compton, I think it's called Something To Do With Compton. Um, I don't want to butcher it, so I won't even say it, but um, yeah, Straight out of Compton, whatever the hell it is, the documentary, I will watch that one as well. So that's on my to-do list this week. I will get all that stuff sorted. I'm just gonna buy a new Apple TV, fuck it. And uh, yeah, we'll roll from there. And so that'll be my hip hop education. In the background, by the way, there are some other albums that I have been checking out um, but they've all been based on the recommendations of um, of our good friend, Curtis. And uh, he's been setting up a little bit of a system at his house. So hopefully he won't sound like shit next time he's on the podcast. He'll have a better mic set up. So I want to talk about these albums with him because he's been sort of going down a bit of a rabbit hole with beat making. He's bought himself some equipment and he's going to try that shit out and hopefully share it with you guys on the podcast. Um, he'll share it with me first. Um, and if it's uh, any good, you guys will hear it. Otherwise, um, I might just send it right back. But either way, uh, he'll be on talking about this. He's suggested a whole bunch of albums, and they're in that wheelhouse of, of beat making. So I think that might be the next rabbit hole. But I don't really want to dive in too deep until I finish this little um, hip-hop education one. But, guys, honestly, the hip-hop to I get burnt out. Like, a couple of weeks on a topic like this, and... Um, Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. Uh, I want to leave it for a while and see how it trickles its way back into my life. And then I do the next step of it, if you know what I mean. So if in in a couple of months I feel the itch to to re-listen to this sort of stuff, then it's actually, you know, gain purchase on my my musical tastes a little bit. And I know I do have to train that a little bit. And that's what I'm trying to. So I'll stick out the rest of this week, guys. um, And then uh, we'll take a break from that. And maybe go into this beat-making sort of stuff. Because, you know... It is a whole bunch of people just using um, technology to cheat in one respect, but it's uh, another uh, horizon of creativity on another respect. All right? So I <laughs> I'm not going to make any indictments on either one of those because obviously tools are for the creator, and so it doesn't matter where the, where the music comes from, whether you play a saxophone or a fucking um, keyboard, like computer keyboard. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's going to be fun. And uh, to leave you guys this week, I've still got one of those songs that i got to show you from old jams. I can't remember where it came from. Um, do your research. Check out the old episodes, or you don't have to because I'm about to play it right now anyway. And it's uh obviously myself on guitar, Liam on drums, came out of a jam. It's not good. It's got some bare bones to it. If you like it, or you think you could add anything to it, Hit me up, and I'll send you, um, I'll send you the stems or the... Well, I can't send you them. I'll send you an MP3, and you can mix your voice over the top of it or your guitar lines or whatever the hell you want to do with it and uh, mash it up, send it back, and we'll play it on the podcast and uh, maybe lose a few more subscribers. <laughs> uh, have a very great week, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast, and I'll catch you guys soon.